There is no cause to justify this commotion. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in Acts chapter 19. We're going to be looking at verses 35 through 40. It's the conclusion of the chapter. It's also the conclusion of the riot in Ephesus that was stirred up by Demetrius, a silversmith, and uh, other craftsmen who uh, made their living off of selling trinkets of the idol goddess Artemis uh, in the region of Ephesus, uh, a region that was devoted to the worship of this false god at her temple. And um, Paul uh, stirred up a lot of trouble there when he was preaching the gospel, and the gospel was having dramatic impact as it was getting Jews and Gentiles alike to consider uh, the truth of what Paul was saying about Jesus Christ. And um, so we have seen this thing uh, <laughs> beginning to boil over, and uh, in today's passage, uh, we'll, we will see the conclusion of that riot as it comes to a peaceful end. Uh, but before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. And uh, Lord, we give you thanks that we have this moment to pause in your presence and study your word together once again. Father, speak as you're faithful to do, that we might receive all you have for us and apply it to the maximum benefit of our growth in grace as your spirit leads us. Uh, Father, we're listening and uh, we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here's Acts nineteen thirty-five through 40. And when the town clerk had quieted the crowd, he said, Men of Ephesus, who is there who does not know that the city of the Ephesians is temple keeper of the great Artemis and of the sacred stone that fell from the sky? Seeing there that these things cannot be denied, you ought to be quiet and do nothing rash. For you have brought these men here who are neither sacrilegious nor blasphemous of our goddess, If therefore Demetrius and the craftsmen with him have a complaint against anyone, the courts are open and there are proconsuls. Let them bring charges against one another. But if you seek anything further, it shall be settled in the regular assembly. For we are in danger of being charged with rioting today, since there is no cause that we can give to justify this commotion. And when he had said these things, he dismissed the assembly. Um, so the entire riot begins to, uh, hit fever pitch yesterday, um, as, uh, Alexander <laughs> was put forward to make a defense to the crowd. Uh, but when the crowd recognized that he was a Jew, they started chanting for uh, a length of about two hours. Luke tells us, uh, with one great voice, great is Artemis of the Ephesians. And today we see that one of their leaders, a town clerk, um, took stage and began to quiet them down. He just began speaking factually about the situation. Now it's interesting what he says about Artemis and about their religion. Uh, He says, Men of Ephesus, who is there who does not know that the city of the Ephesians is the temple keeper of the great Artemis and of the sacred stone that fell from the sky? Now, Paul (laughs) was preaching the gospel of salvation and redemption in the person of Jesus Christ who lived on this earth, 
who had a three-year-long resume of preaching and teaching and working powerful miracles, uh, putting God's power on vivid display uh, for the duration of his earthly ministry. And we have the town clerk uh, of Ephesus talking about their religion, uh, this false mystical religion to a false god named Artemis and uh, some sacred stone that fell from the sky. Maybe it was a meteor. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's all of this uh, hocus-pocus kind of stuff. And um, there's no comparison. And I think there's a point to be made here about uh, world religions or witchcraft or the things that people devote themselves to that are meaningless and pointless and offer no real effective power to bring change into their lives. They believe these falsehoods, they put their faith in these falsehoods, and these falsehoods ultimately fail them. Um, and if they've never tried putting their faith in God, they don't know. <laughs> They don't know the truth that God loves them and has a plan and purpose for their lives. They don't know the truth that God will never fail them, that his promises are yes and amen in Christ. Uh, they don't know the truth. And so they believe things about false gods and goddesses and sacred stones falling from the sky and all of this nonsense because they don't know the truth. And there's a world today just the same as these people in, Eph in Ephesus who believe these false things about this false goddess and devoted so much attention and, and entire careers and ways of life to this goddess. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame. And Paul went in preaching the simple, clear message of the gospel, and it stirred things up. And it always does. It always does. Thankfully, this leader uh, brought uh, this riot to a conclusion. Um, but it speaks strongly of the way that the world system will work against uh, the gospel and those who preach and teach it, those who are devoted to it. Um, fortunately, we live in the West and uh, we have our uh, protections around, legal protections around the right to practice whatever religion we devote ourselves to. And so um, in the West, the Christian church is still protected, but we, we see those protections waning. We see the way the society is chipping away at uh, cultural attitudes toward Christianity especially. And that's okay, because if those things are stripped away, uh, then the church will rise and be the true church uh, once and for all. Sometimes those protections make us lazy and uh, mean and unkind, and that's not what God would call us to be because that's not a witness of who Jesus is. So this is a powerful teaching, and uh, that concludes chapter 19. Thanks for taking time out of your day to study with us, and uh, we're moving on to chapter 20 tomorrow, Lord willing, and uh, it's my prayer that you'll come back and uh, join us again tomorrow. You take care.